Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Download Required. We're back after a break. I'm your host, Cliff Hickman, and we have Joe Scott back with us. I'm back, baby. I'll uh, be back. I'll be back with you from now on. Yeah, it's the, the original Dream Team. That's has right. Returned. That's right. And a lot has happened in the few weeks. I was going to say, we do have a lot to go over, in fact. We do. Uh, we this have, is what happens when we take these long breaks. Yeah, we had some... some Things going on with the website, right? And some right. Other things that uh, were kind technical- out of our control, right? Yeah, it minor yeah. technical technical difficulties Te- that technical. we really had no control over. But but we're back. Now. We're back. We're back. That's right. That's that's the important thing. And there's been a lot of lots happened. You had a great free comic day. We yes. didn't get to talk about that. No, but, we did uh, not. But for, for all of you, again, for all of you, you actually came out and checked it out. Uh, we want me and the wife want to thank you guys very very much. It was one of the be- it's the best one we've had so far. Uh, we had a lot, had a great turnout. Uh, people had a really good time, and yes. So again, thank you to everybody that made it out. Uh, it was like I said, I, I live for those, man. I'm telling you, those are like I stopped by. It was packed. It was yeah. In here, you had people in the coloring contest. Yep. You had all sorts. A lot of great, and a lot of great. I'd say that's a, one of the parts I love. I love seeing the talent, man. They're just they're so you had the art contest and the coloring contest, and then and you had the people doing the cosplay contests, which I mean, I, like we only for. Uh, and I want to thank all those who actually voted on our uh, Facebook page because that's yeah, that's how we did the finalists. Actually, believe it or not, those were just the finalists. There were like oh man, quite there was like so many more uh, entries. So and we had to like kind of we actually had I had like five random people help narrow down. Except because Leah and me didn't actually do any judging. We didn't think it was, you know what I mean, because we're the yeah, owners. Yeah, so yeah. it's not it's not fair to, for us. And so we, we had five individuals who were, you know, completely the neutral. They were a panel. <laughs> they they helped narrow down the finalists. And then we had the finalists were voted on by uh, our Facebook viewers. So and that was awesome. So, yeah. And a uh, lot's gone on in, in the comic world mm-hmm. since we've last talked. I guess we can start with DC Comics, Joe. Is this maybe the first misstep they've made? Prices have randomly gone up. Is it up. a misstep or is it genius? I mean, I think well, about they, it. They've, they've already proven that if there's... If you don't know, I guess we'll go into right. the story first. Yeah, now, right. A lot of books that were two ninety nine are immediately going to the three ninety nine. They're going up a buck. And... They used to come with a digital code at three ninety nine. The digital codes are now gone. Really? You get the See, now that I did comic. not yes, know about. you do not get the free digital copy. Oh, okay. I so. will say the shipping schedule, I've noticed, has been adjusted for a lot of books as well coming up, though, to compensate. Suicide Squad used to be two times a month. Right. In August, it's three ninety nine, but it's only once a month. Okay. So I think... I think as far as the the books I saw, like Batman and Harley Quinn, may be the only two times right. shipping. But they are three ninety nine and double shipping, yeah. which is <laughs> well. You know, so, here's the thing, and this is what you got to say. I mean, and you and I have discussed this time and time again. We how many times we've we seen just DC stories are just they're just all around better. They're just awesome. You know, what they, I mean? and, I, and I like the talent is just all around better. And I think they know. They could probably do this without causing too much of a drop off. Uh, you know, I don't see like I know since that announcement was made, no one here has dropped any titles no, from DC yet. I, I was gonna say like Tom King's Batman, so good. Oh, be it hard is for absolutely. Well, I mean, you got you probably might grumble about it, but you're gonna right, right, exactly. Oh. I mean, you got that. You you got get the you got the wedding coming up. You got the prelude, prelude to the wedding. No, which that stuff. They're you got all that coming up. You got shots right. They got uh, then you got uh, Doomsday Clock, which is still I think that's like what that's like the number one selling story right now. Uh, if it's not, it's going to be close. I I don't know what the numbers are on No Justice. Right. I haven't looked. That's see No know, Justice is another good metal, one. Yep, man. that one's coming right out of metal, which is amazing. Oh, speaking of which, I actually did find out. Someone was asking me the other day. About metal, a graphic novel, and I did find out they are releasing four graphic novels oh, for yeah, the metal. To collect all yeah, of to collect stuff. all of them. Yeah, so yeah. it's gonna be. Yeah, that's gonna be amazing. I can't wait to actually. I'm, I may, even though I have all of them, I may have to get a set of those for myself. Yeah, just because. Yeah, you're right. Though the the momentum very strong, and of course Brian Michael Bendis coming over for Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Yep, which starts uh, next week. Next week. Next Five week. Five part weekly. Yeah. Shipping miniseries. Uh, right. I, you haven't read Action Comics a thousand yet. Have I you? have not. No. Well, it, they set up a really interesting thing at the end of that. Okay. If it's still only like a month old, I don't think we need to ruin that for the audience. Right. Right. But yeah. if you're curious about where that's going to go, 
Right. Check out. We still have a few issues left here, actually, at Carnation City Comics. If you uh, if you haven't gotten your Action Comics 1000 just it's yet. It's a great book. Did it's you, awesome, yeah. you see uh, Richard Donner and Jeff Jones, uh, the director of the original Superman, the movie? Uh-huh. Yeah, he wrote a, like no. a three-page, four-page. No kidding. That's Jeff, awesome. And I didn't know that. In there, Jeff Johns, the writer of Doomsday Clock, right. worked under him. He was like in film school and actually worked under Richard Donner on a That's couple awesome. movies. So that was like his There you go. Yeah, there's a little tidbit for you. So when they started, you know, when he started getting into Superman, you're writing Superman, right. he would bring in Richard Donner occasionally so cool. for at least like maybe help with the plot right, and some right. other things. But uh, still, what an honor though you know to be yeah. able to actually work under richard donner dude that's yeah, like that guy did the, he's, he's the he did the greats man they brought back they found some old artwork from uh, rich swan which was one of the old time uh, uh, uh superman artists uh, last name swan i may have butchered the first name uh, there i think rich swan is someone totally different come to think of it oh, well. i think it may be kurt swan is who i'm thinking of Jim. well i know i know we but have they found the art it was an unused story That's someone so came cool. in and put the words to That's it and just, they ran i love it when so. they do stuff like that well i know we actually i do believe i still have the variant uh covers for that action comics 1000 as well oh yeah because they, they had released like um, one for like the 1950s decade. 60s 70s yeah. and i think i have one of each left so so like i said if you haven't gotten the story you haven't checked this out come on down we have some left over here and it's gonna that's obviously spinning directly into this man of steel right. mini series so that's and then uh the following month going into july that's when action comics and uh the Superman main book relaunch again right. one time a month. I don't think they wanted to kill Brian Michael Bendis because he's writing both. Right, yeah. So I, they're not double shipping those. No. It looks like he's doing he's doing one a month on those. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a so that's a Tevin Yeah. Oh yeah. The Justice League relaunch coming out of No Justice. Right. You have, you're going to have the regular Justice League, Justice League Odyssey, the one in space. Right. With, uh, I mean, a weird team. I think mm-hmm. you got Darkseid on that group. Right, which is just weird. And all they're around. all they're all they're using a Brainiac head as their mobile base, which right. I find uh, pretty funny. <laughs> and then Justice League Dark, which is what you'd expect. I think right. far different from the new Fifty Two version. Right. Like right. Cons- I think it's. Much bigger names than uh, that one was, where it was kind of the the dark underbelly, right. of, like Dead Man, Zatanna, John Constantine. Right. Yeah. See, and, well, see, this is what I was saying. You know, DC just has these great titles out here, so upping their to just a do- an extra dollar an issue, they might not see a lot of drop off from that. No, Especially it, since they've now you don't have to actually buy two a month. You're getting one. You actually save. So you're actually dollars. saving money. Yeah, precisely. When you really so, think about it, you're kind so of saving money. So you know, I mean, like I said, maybe that's genius. I don't know. I don't like. I mean, it kind of sucks. They're not giving you your digital copy. Not that I know anyone who actually. I don't use them. Yeah, I don't think anyone uses them. That might be the reason why they got rid of them. Because be there's like nobody I know that uses the digital copies. No, I probably have every. I've never right. redeemed a one of no. them. No, hundreds <laughs> no, of uh, things. So I am just unused now. I'm actually curious as to how much longer the whole digital comic thing is going to continue. I mean, it's not the same. I no, oh no, no, it's never the like same. And I get that all the time. I mean, any comic book store owner out there knows that the people come in, they I mean, want to hold tried it. To use it on like a tablet. A tablet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always zo- it's, right. Ah, it's terrible. It's, it's not. Awful. Yeah, it's not fun. And then especially if you're trying to use it on your phone, you know, oh, like you said, terrible. you're constantly zooming in just to see. Nah, and I think that's a problem. I wouldn't be surprised if they just. I mean, not maybe not do away with it, but it just becomes one of those things that no one. Well, it's basically it's what it kinda, is. It's, it's kind of what it is, right? It was like a fad. It was almost like a fad. I mean, when it first came I, out, it was the coolest thing, and now it's just like. Eh. I think they were trying to get a new audience and maybe right. some younger people, possibly, possibly, but, but it just I didn't. Mean, uh, I get, for old timers like you and me, that's not yeah, going to fly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> You no, if I if the, I have a book, I want to have the book. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You yeah. used to have the feel of that paper. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing better than, and this may sound weird. I'll say it. Ain't, there's nothing better than the smell of it. Oh, that's not weird at all. I get totally what you're talking about. Yeah, sometimes you just <laughs> scan the pages yep. and go. Yep. Mm-hmm. My wife's a librarian, and she will oftentimes say it's just the the the, the scent, like the history you can smell in these books. It's awesome. Well, so, do, and I know exactly what she's do, talking about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Comic, and and all of them do have a, dis- a distinct smell, like a Marvel. A Marvel book smells different from a okay. DC book. So I don't think I've ever actually noticed a distinct difference. You, you don't notice the difference. Uh-uh. Like I can, I've, 
I've gotten it so refined, I can kind of maybe if nice. you blindfolded me, we could test. <laughs> we know, may have to do that. If we ever get the YouTube channel going, we'll do exactly. Reminds me that episode of Reminds me that episode of Home Improvement when uh, Al said he could smell and identify wood. Oh, so Tim yeah. puts the blindfold around oh, him and yeah. then has him like. <laughs> that was that's a great that's a great episode. Yeah, we could probably try that with comics. That might fail. That'd be kind of fun. Actually, you know, that's a great idea. Yeah. So yeah. if we ever get the YouTube thing going, because that would be fun. We could totally do that. Maybe we can figure out a way to make it a video or something. Oh, yeah. That's all. It may be a shorter thing. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can make right. it happen. I feel like it'd be a fun experiment either. Oh way. yeah, absolutely. But uh, but so yeah, sniffing we, comics, sniffing coming comics coming soon. <laughs> we just embed it into right. the, into the link. We'll, we'll do. We'll just we'll complete. What we'll do is we'll recreate our we'll create. Our YouTube show to be like a tool time ripoff, but it's instead of tools and stuff, <laughs> Comic it's comics. Yeah, exactly. Comic time. Carnation or something. City Comic Time. <laughs> That's right. We'll put you in some flannel. Uh, that'd be interesting. You have, you have the beard. You have to be out. Oh, well, I guess I do have the beard for it. I can I can sport the tie and the suspenders and you know drop stuff and I, you, tell bad jokes. I can do that. Well, I was going to say if you give me tools, though, the likelihood for injuries probably you might be in reverse there, where you know what you're doing. We're both, we're both going to be injured. I think. It's like I put a screw through my finger right. and uh, everything else there. So. That's awesome. Yeah, and speaking of Brian Michael Bendis, his last Marvel book on the stands today, yep. Joe, it's Iron Man 600. It's Iron Man 600, yep. So Actually, I got a couple of blank covers of that. Well, I got one blank cover that I will be putting my own personal Joseph Scott sketch onto. If you want to come down and check that out, I should have that available. Or I should be ready here probably by the weekend. I'm going to... I have a stack of blank covers that I have to get done actually. So I'm going to try and have them done and out in the shelves by this weekend. So original art right here. That's right. Oh yeah. But uh, that's that's the end after like 18 years. Yeah. That's that's kind of a bittersweet moment. That's I can't like say a it surprises me though. I mean... No, it's... I mean... But the way Marvel is... It's like they're 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 a sinking ship. And all the good talent is just abandoning them. It's well, like, they've. I would say the last six months, the the quality of the books has increased. Yeah, uh, they're kind of right. It's just it takes such a long time to turn that thing. Right. And well, you've got to worry now. Did they already? Have, is, it too, is it too late? You get the well, question has to be asked. Thing. Did you already lose all your customers? Well, that, that's the thing. It's like you know, you, you lost the readers. How are you going to get them back? I yeah, I think they're trying with this new another relaunch, but mm-hmm. that irritates people. Yep, like, there, hey, there you go. Yep. Six months ago, we just did this. Well, uh, Black we Panther go. number one hit shelves today. Actually, that's the same. That's one of their strongest books. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a ton of Hesse coats. Please don't kill me if I mispronounce that name, but. Uh, yeah, he's one of their best. That's one of their best. High- he's actually taking over. Captain I flipped through the book. I flipped through the book. The book's got great art. Yeah, so it's, I will uh, say that for it. It's the. It's an interesting twist. It's the intergalactic kingdom of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. They're going into outer space with this. One. Right, right. So, uh, yeah. I think that, and he's taking over Captain America as well in okay. July. That's their big relaunch there. Um, I, I heard Venom. I haven't read it. I heard Venom number one. Mm. Donnie Cates, he was on Doctor Strange. I think his last issue, Doctor Strange, out today. Okay. Uh, is one of their really good, bright young writers. Is it? I, I've read him. I've really enjoyed his art. I've enjoyed pretty much everything he's done. I guess his Venom book, they said, is the best Venom in years. Really? So Wow. Because, like, I always said he's a great visual, but the, the stories themselves. Yeah. As evidenced by that last run, I, I didn't like it. I mean, I was just buying it to finish the run. Well, I mean, and that and it just goes to show you where Marvel is. They they yeah. got it. They got to get there. I mean, here's the thing. I all, think they do have some some guys that are coming up. I okay. Donny Cates, right. Matthew Rosenberg is uh, Ed Brisson, and I really like. He's a guy well, that. Really and it's not. Well, here's the thing. It's not just having the talent either. And I think this is something here. No, the thing you got to like. align that team that talent up right. You know, the right, you got to put the right artist with the right writer. The one thing you know I, I mean? like about someone like Ed Brisson is with his X-Men stories, he obviously read these books in the 90s. Right, Like, yeah. he, he's referencing stuff from right. the 20, you know, he understands, right. you know. Which, well, that was, in my opinion, that's when X-Men were X-Men, were back in the 90s. I think he, like, his cable run went straight yeah. back to the X-Men. As a matter of fact, I had someone come in here, and uh, they had uh, donated, and God bless him, he donated a bunch of comics that I guess he just didn't want anymore, but I think he's got that entire X-Men series in there, like, oh, yeah. from issue one on. Yeah, I haven't been able to go through it just yet, but 
Uh, just to kind of add our back, we got like three boxes of backstock now that I have to categorize <laughs> that I got to that I got to actually catalog go, and go. put in. And but uh, but yeah, and it, I think it has all of those like from the 1990s. The gym like it started out with Jim Lee and then went on to whatever. So yeah, so that was to me that was back when X Men were X Men. Yeah, that was definitely the, probably the highest time in the yeah. industry as a whole. But that was also the time they printed they printed like millions of copies. Oh, there's like I was so, gonna say the yeah. value of that stuff. That's right. why that gentleman is probably giving them away. Probably. Because, I mean, yeah. you print one million of yeah. issue one. I have issue one. Like I said, I have issue one signed by Jim Lee. And See, there's I, a difference. That's a difference. I, but even that is only worth seventy five dollars. Yeah. And it's because there's and it's not just because I mean I don't know, that might go up now because Jim Lee's Jim Lee. Uh, but uh, but I think it's 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 what it is. Because they did, they printed out so many copies of that that. So I actually had it set up. It's graded and sealed, and I had the signature authenticated. So, so that's like one of the person. I'd never sell it anyway. That's like one of my own personal. No, that's my problem. I get that stuff and then I hoard it. Yeah, I only, I I let myself only hoard a few things. There's only two. There's only three. There's like there's like four things that I have that I've hoarded. I have I, I have my first appearance of Harley Quinn. I have that graded and sealed. Uh, Batman Adventures number 12 and then I have the Jim Lee that is a very huge one I have the Jim Lee signed X-Men 1 and then I have the first three issues of Darkwing Duck signed by the artist and writer and the artist actually drew Darkwing on the cover in like and I had that one signed and uh, I had those graded and sealed so those are like the only like five five issues I actually have graded and sealed that I will always keep and I will never sell (laughs) so just because they're just personal you know what I mean but yeah. uh, I don't know Harley Quinn. I had someone. I had someone the other day actually trying to get Harley Quinn off of me. Oh, I can imagine. They offered five hundred, which I mean, it was graded at a nine point two, which I think what I was checking out. That's what a nine point two is pretty much going for right now. Yeah. But even still, like I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to hang on to it. Modern comics. It's actually. I mean, they're doing more movies. With right. Her, they, the next, right. The, I think it's Birds of Prey they're yep. putting her in next. DC, well, like I said, so. the, the the history of that character was just you know. It was she from was the TV. TV the anime, yeah, she yeah. was created for the animated series. And I don't think anyone expected her to, to no. skyrocket the way that she did. So, and that's why. And I always, and I, I it's so funny because I collected, I would collect those adventure series like X Men Adventures, which was based off the, the Saturday Dark morning cartoon, yeah. and Batman Adventures, which was good off the animated series. And I collected all of those. I mean, I still actually have the uh, the Man Bat. Uh, issue of, of Batman Adventures still sealed with the card in it. Oh, it's man. not. It's still its original seal, sealed, and oh, like man. I never opened it, so I still have that somewhere too. But uh, uh, oh, let's see. Now I got sidetracked again. <laughs> that's what happens. When you put you and I together. Yep. So, but no, but no, seriously, yeah, that's, uh, you know, you're talking about the guy making reference to the old X Men, and he's kind of like he's bringing those back into the fold. So in the newer yeah, series, they, which is they, good, which is real good. They yeah they they did some damage over the last uh, few years though. Right. But and it, and it, it's really strange, and it's kind of I think people have the same feeling towards the Marvel comic books. I guess the only thing I could pick, compare it to maybe is like the Star Wars films right now. Right. Where people feel like these just aren't the characters they remember right. or they're so wildly different right. that they're just not the same. Nah. And just the ma- the same kind of magic just ain't there. Yeah, it's... For some. I don't know. For, not, for, not for me. Well, as far yeah. as Star Wars movies, I'm, I'm well, good. But we've discussed that on numerous occasions. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of the same weird things going on. In Marvel there. Comics. Okay. Well, no, yeah, I get yeah. that. I totally see you that. You know, if you look at something like the... Between what they did to Iceman and right. what they're doing with Lando Calrissian. Right, now, yeah. It's kind of similar. It's kind of like, really? Yeah. Uh, I, I, sometimes I think they're just... I don't know. And it, it's not. So They're much. changing characters just for the sake of changing it, the characters, and I I don't like that. And the the problem is, it, it's kind of an irrelevant thing. It I is. I think Alex Becker did a great video. It's like your gender, your race, right? Who you're into is it, not of any. It's just, yeah, it's just like that's just such basic stuff. It's right. not that interesting in no. and of itself. And that was the problem with that Iceman book, right? Is because that was just. It was like a, it was like a Phil Hendry Doug Danger skit. It was right. like every other second. It's like you know I'm Ice Man and you know I'm gay, right? Right. Yeah. It's like they had to, gay man, gay superhero. Right. You know, and that was and that's that well, was all it was. It wasn't like the. the I think they they did do some interesting right. things where they dug, but it was such a surface thing. Right. Where 
It's like it's like it they like overdid he, it almost. It dominated the book. Yeah. It's like if he just was. If he just wasn't, it's fine. It, yeah. Right. Well, you, you got to have an interesting character. To it's actually very up. interesting you mentioned because I remember mm-hmm. when Star Trek Three, the the third Star Trek, uh, not into darkness. Uh, what was the last one? Um, oh. What was the last Star Trek movie called? I never saw it. All right. Uh, well, anyway, uh, it actually it was really, really great. But anyway, the last the last Star Trek movie they had made so, uh, Sulu's character actually gay, and uh, oh, I remember. Yeah, that. and George Takai. They, they I think George they were tri- Takai didn't like. He was it, like, I well, remember. he just no. He just said that he didn't see a nece- necessity for it. That's he was like, I, I don't really think that that should define the character. Really, he's like, I don't really see. The whole point, whether he's straight, gay, doesn't matter. He's Sulu. That's, you know what I mean? That's the point. So I don't know if maybe the writers are trying to maybe like do like maybe doing that as a tip of the cap to George Takai, but, but, uh, but he even said, he's like, you know, I just didn't see the necessity for it. So, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. I I think, think I just don't like when they change characters that don't need to be changed. Like I said, you know, they, DC did it right when they brought their first female gay superhero, which was Batwoman. Right. And that, that was brilliant. You really didn't know until, right. you know, like, Renee But still, they didn't go rep, changing, you know, you well, they didn't go changing a character that people have known for, like, generations, you know, like, for decades, and then suddenly say, oh, they're gay now. Well, Harley Quinn's kind of, and that's... But she's still a fairly new character that you can do that. She yeah, wasn't, she wasn't around since, like, the 70s and 60s. Both, she goes both ways. Right. But it's, it's not, like, the focal point of the story. No, exactly. It just happens, like... Right. She's with Poison Ivy sometimes, and then... Sometimes she's with the Joker. Yeah, right, exactly. With, well, well she Joker wants to be with the Joker, but the Joker's always... Well, yeah. she doesn't like the Joker in the new book. But random guys, yeah, you'll right. find her with a... It's just, it's part of the... It's not like right. the defining part, part of the... Part of the book, right. And, part of and I don't think it should be. I, I think that's the point. And I, that's the thing. If it's part of the book and you're telling a larger story with an interesting character, I think right. that's where you excel. Or right. if you just hammer people over the head with the one... Yeah. Even if you're like, even if it was me, and I'm just like, I'm straight, Joe. You know that straight man, right? Exactly, right? Precisely. I don't understand that. Yeah. What's it's such a no one care. I don't think people care less than ever about that. I I really don't. I yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I I think even. I mean, there's a few weirdos out there that get freaked out when they hear that. But you know what? I don't think that's even the thing anymore. I mean, I think it's just such a common. Yeah, exactly. I think it's become such a fringe thing where people discriminate against. You know, the, right. the gay community, which is, it's, it's sad it's still happening. Well, yeah, but I mean, it, it, like you said, though, I mean, if it's if it's part of the story, that's one thing. But if you're just constantly, when it's not yeah. really anything that has to do with the story, then, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's just kind of, my biggest thing was, like I said, I just didn't. And Marvel was doing that not just with, like, you know sexual orientations they were doing it also with genders i mean they were changing characters from like iron man was a little girl for a while and it's just like you guys it seems like they're trying too hard just to change things up and i think it would well, that's, and I think that's it what killed multiple characters yeah it was like dc in the 90s you right looked at, like their guys and said you know after they did nightfall right after they did death of superman after right they did uh emerald you know the green lantern thing where they got rid of hal jordan right the flash was so you're looking at these guys and you're like, who, who, who is this? These? Yeah, right. Precisely. You looked at uh, the Avengers like circa like a year and a half ago. Yeah. You're looking at Falcon as Captain America, right. uh, female and, Thor. And that like, right. And see, and this, these? and that was my point. You see, uh, and that's where Marvel, the like Falcon's I said, a great character. He oh, he's a fantastic he, character. He didn't need that. No, he didn't need it. It was no. just, it was so weird. It was like, why? No, and you see, and that's and that's where I, actually that was my point back in those days. Is the fact that you had people watching these movies wanting to see more in these characters, and when they come to pick the books up, the characters are completely different. They're not yeah. what they just watched. And, and that's to me, if like Captain America is unable to continue, why replace him? Just right. Let him sit out. You right. Know, exactly. You yeah. Know, it's like, don't why have does to, there have to be right. one, whether it fits or not? Well, they do this. Well, yeah, I think, though, they've been doing that stuff with comics for I know, for, they for, did it with, for, well, like I said, Nightfall, they put yeah. John Paul Valley in it. it you remember the gaudy yeah. yellow armor? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I still have that That somewhere. was the goofiest, yeah. The, he had the claws, oh, and they were trying to make him, like, it was the 90s that was nine, thing, yeah, exactly, yeah. It was nine, it was a total 90s thing, because he had, you, like, a, he had, like, a Darth Vader cuff with the light-up light He looked like, you know what it seemed like? It seemed like, like, this guy got done reading a bunch of Image comics and oh, decided to yeah. make his own bat suit yeah, based did. off of those comics. He That's had, exactly what it looked he like. Shot, he didn't throw batarangs. He <laughs> shot, shot him out of his... Yep. He had like he had like hoses yep. with just batarangs connected to his gauntlets and right. he'd just shoot people. <laughs> like point blank in the chest. Right. Like, 
batter it. You know, they'd be stuck in them. Right. It was wild. I will admit I go back and read those as a guilty Those are funny. I, yeah. They did bring that armor back for like an issue. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Comics. Yep. I thought it was staying around. They did. It was more like a joke. Like, oh, yeah, his other armor is broke. So right. we made this one, and it's the Nightfall armor. Right. And they got to the end. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to wear it. No, I'm not no. wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. He's like, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Azrael, which is a great design. I love the Azrael armor. Now, is it the same armor from the game? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, see, yeah, I love that. that. That's, 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 yeah, I still have to finish that that. That, that that game. I'm almost, I'm 99% done. I have to finish the story. So I've actually finished all the other little side missions, I think, except, well, I've finished the ones that'll let me finish for the time being. Yeah. But I completed all the Azrael training stuff, and those were a pain. Oh, they were, you can't you get, get hit. hit once. You can't get hit. It's like, dude, that I can't do that. Batman's a taskmaster. <laughs> or yes, like, he you was. Can't, you can't get, you can't get tired. Gives you kind of an idea of Batman, we're training you, that's exactly yeah. what you'd have to put up with, and boy, it was. There was times where it was tough. Some of those last ones, I was, I remember gritting my teeth a yeah. little on. Like, oh, yeah. Well, especially when you got the guys who have the, the, the electrical charge oh, suits. Yeah. You can't you can't even kick them. I mean, no, do you, anything there. You gotta bounce over. You gotta, like, bounce over them and... I, hit them in the back. And something, yeah. The problem is there's just so many enemies. Like, sometimes you mean to hit one guy and you hit right. the wrong one. Right, And that's yep. what was driving me Because it's for those of you who have not played Arkham Knight, there's a setting where you have, you're playing as Azrael and you have to defeat, like, ten guys, but you can't get hit once. And it's like some of these guys like are like electrically charged. So if they you have hit a, them, electric knights. Right. If you hit them from the front, you take damage. You take damage. If you hit them from the back, you're good. And then there's ones that are charging up their whole suits, oh, and you can't hit it. them. Yes. Yeah, and I forget how. I to be honest with you, I, I don't remember how to, I did it. You have to triple cape stun them. Yes. Right. Something then, like that, yeah, and then you. Right. We're just speaking gibberish right yeah, now. At this point, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're like, yeah, you triple cape right. stun them, and then you just give them. You you do the beat down. Yeah, exactly. Just you like you power drive them to the ground, and it's and then you. Rips the armor off, then yep. they're just a regular dude. Right, and right, you right. You can just do whatever. But, uh, but yeah, no. Going back to the changing of the characters, I just I think that's been that's always a gamble. Whenever you do it, whatever you whatever you're messing with the character, if, you, if you're taking a character that has been known for like I said, like decades, and you're trying to change their sexual orientation, changing their gender, it's an uphill battle. It's it's a risk. It's always going to be a risk. So, and sometimes I think sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it works if it, it's organic. Like well, like you were saying story. before. I mean, if it's part of the story. That I think the readers will accept it more. But if you're doing it just for the sake of doing it, had it's like just, you're insulting people at this had point. Had they done it with Iceman and Bendis did it and he, and, you know. Well, it was always more, a joke. You see, and that's one thing I couldn't. How many times have we watched Family Guy and they're making all of these jokes I've about Iceman being gay? Oh, oh, dude, no, they used the, to make Iceman gay jokes all the time. No, I and I don't, I couldn't help. When I first heard that Marvel was doing this, I kept thinking to myself, like, all right, they're just kind of like steering into the chaos now. They're just like Aquaman jokes. See, I never It's kind of like the Aquaman like, jokes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Kind of like the Aquaman jokes. And, I, and clearly DC's trying to tackle that because. Because now he was like in the Justice League, he was like one of the most badass characters there were. So, and I mean, don't get me wrong. There again, that character was definitely due for an upgrade. But, uh, but no, yeah, they, they used to make jokes about Iceman being gay all the time. Well, at least there's one in particular that I remember. So it's just kind of like Marvel. Someone from Marvel seen that said, "Hey, you know what? Let's just let's go with it." But at the same time, it's just kind of like that character was been around. He was one of the very first X Men, and I don't remember him ever being. No, he was always he right. Kind of. Into Jean Grey, they were well. First, the, the first few episodes, they were all into Jean Grey. Was, well, she was like she the only girl. Like, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. She was the only girl there. So I remember. Well, it was mainly Lorna Dane, Magneto's daughter, Polaris. Oh, okay, that was who he was with. For oh, okay. A well, then the and movies. They dealt with that in like well, a in the well, see, and then in the movies, he was with you know Rogue and then Kitty Pride and you know what I mean. The original yeah. movies. So, like I said, it's just. I think when they go changing characters just for the You're sake of changing off them, creating a new, a new character exactly. Like I said, that's what they did or with doing DC. It with one that's not or one that's not, not well known. Formed. Like you're saying, uh, like Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn is still very new. Like Twenty years. Yeah, old. she's not Eight that. She's not that old yet. She's still very new. Iceman's like 70, 80 years old, yeah. and that's that's yeah. a lot. Of that's why I went. Well, when I heard they were doing that, I remember thinking to myself, like that was going to be a that's a huge risk because yeah. you know there's a lot of people who are like you know. Die-hard Iceman fans, and not that, that her, him being gay is going to no, change the fact I that they're fans, so. but it's going to make them go like, okay, well, why? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why is that important? So, but I don't know. Like you said, I think as a combo creator myself, I would just create a new character. Yeah, that, I think that's just the I smart mean, way they to used go. To do stuff like that in the Ultimate Universe, right? Uh, although Mark Millar, the guy that created uh, Kick-Ass, he was yeah. behind that. 
I he revealed once, and they never dug into it. It was kind of just revealed over the course of the story that right. Ultimate Colossus was gay. Okay. And, but they never did, like, a full, like, he just was. You saw right. him with another, and you understood. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, beaten over your head. Right. This, it wasn't you know, constantly brought up. It was, yeah. right, yeah. And so. I understand, like, I guess with the iceberg, there is a struggle that goes, but it would seem like they would resolve the struggle around that identity, and he'd be right back dealing with it. The right. Next, you know, yeah. like, they resolve it, but then See, I never read the series, again. and I don't remember... I don't. I, I don't remember. I think like you're the I, only person like, that actually followed the series. As a matter well, of my there, there were some good. Like I could understand some of the, the the issue where he had to tell his parents. Okay, that's that's a big. But deal. his character was always struggling to tell his parents he was a mutant. Well, that's the thing. You it's know like, what I how mean? Are they going like, to freak out? Or, and they did freak out. All right. But I understood that issue because that's kind of an. I mean. Right. It's still not, like you said, 100%. So I'd imagine a young kid struggling with that. That might really resonate with Well, you see, and that's what I'm saying. I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to reach out to that kind of audience. And, but, I, and that's understandable. But, but it's like, if for one issue, that's fine. When you right. continue that every right. issue, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, I don't know. Right. No, I, I see exactly what you're saying. No. But if it starts to feel, I don't know. It like I said, just like a, I, I still know, think you're being. I, I just I think it's, it's a sensitive subject because it's it like you, you do want to promote the inclusion, but at right. the same time, it's not a very don't interesting story. Do it yeah. either. It's not a very interesting story every time out. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's, I don't know. To me, I just I, I still say create a new character. I mean, I just I just think it's kind of when you go changing these characters that people have loved for decades, it's it's a risk. It's always a risk. So, and you know, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Now, like I said, Marvel's been doing stuff like this for the past what three years? Well, I know they've been doing it ever since oh, I opened the store. So, five. yeah, so they've been <laughs> they've been, been constantly oh. trying. And I, you know, I'm, every time they change a character or something like that, it seems like I almost want to say it kind of seems like, like they're, they're just struggling. They're just well, they're, they're just throwing they're, stuff out there to see what they can get. They're trying to boost sales right. short right. term, right? You know, and I don't even know that it does. No, is the thing. I don't think so. At least it hasn't because, here. Like you said, I was the only one getting. That you were the only man. one getting Ice Man. Yeah. So it's like it didn't really get no. people in the door one Not way or. Really. Another, it's like female Thor. The, the, you think female I, Thor one didn't really do anything yeah. either, and I thought that one. I mean, I thought that was actually kind of a cool concept because it that was, was the best written of. Yeah, because that was actually that was one of the ones where they kind of they didn't really change her or change Thor per se. They just gave it to because it was Jane Foster who was yeah. just. Uh, wielding Mjolnir. I can never say that. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. I can never say it's never right. That's how you say it. <laughs> but anyway, but that was it. See, and there you go. That was a storyline that actually worked. And but it's it, still, but it wasn't that. I don't think there's a lot of many people like you didn't have girls coming in and going like, oh, dude, I want the new Thor because Thor's a woman now. No, you still had girls coming in. I want Wonder Woman, or I want Batgirl, or I want you know what I mean. They want their female, the the female superheroes that they've known. Forever, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's kind of a hard, uh, it's kind of a hard shift. It is. It, it, like I said, it's a gamble. It's a risk. No matter anytime you try to change something, especially the characters that people have known for a while, for a long, long periods of time, it's a risk. That's why I mean, like I said, DC did it right. They just created a new one. And actually, I just heard that uh, Batwoman's actually going to be in the CW shows now. Yeah, they're actually they creating. Can't, they can't use they Batman. Batman. No, because we'll never see a Batman show, which sucks. Because I want to see a Batman show so bad. Well, I think the Birds said, of Prey. They tried. They. Oh, I remember watching that show, Birds of Prey. I don't know if you ever seen. Do you remember no, it? I've heard okay. of it. I know. It, it had well it had the girl, the redhead from Starship Troopers. She played. Uh, she played Batgirl, the original Batgirl, and then, uh, but and she was in the wheelchair and everything like that. But they would show flashback scenes of Batman in Gotham, and it was like a flat. It was like a you know. It was, he was in, like, one of the movie suits, actually. They would never show you his face. They would just kind of show you him moving, or they'd show you show him from the back. And uh, it always gave you... And Alfred was in the series. Uh, I believe uh, Lori, Lori, Lori Laughlin, the, the girl from uh, Full House that played... Oh, really? She was Black Canary. Oh, geez. Like, dude, it was... Honestly, it was a really cool little show. It was all about Batman and... Uh, it was about Batman and Catwoman's daughter, who was actually a meta uh, Huntress. Huntress, yeah. yeah. And uh, and like I said, it had Barbara Gordon, it had her, and uh, which was like I said, it was actually a really really neat concept. But they kept constantly hinting that Batman was going to show up, but then he never does. Never and I think people just got tired of it. They were like, you know what, we're bored, so let's just you know, I'm done. So yeah, and actually, uh, I just now I was reading that they're actually going to bring Batwoman into the Arrowverse. 
which is actually so. And I'm and now I'm just like okay, well, because I stopped watching the Arrow shows. Uh, I I just there's just so many of them I can't keep up with all of them. But now it's like I see not now I kind of want to watch this one now. So oh, yeah. I'm getting sucked back in. Cliff, every time they pull me back in. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a, the Batwoman book itself is ending in August. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, wow. Of, and I, I kind of like what they did with her character. Uh, they, uh, is she going to, like, join one of the Justice League books? or I don't They're know. not doing away with the character altogether, are no, they? No, no, no. It's just that her individual. Because I thought that I character did have a following going for her. Well, she's the lead in Detective Comics. The, the interesting thing there, there was a situation where someone was out of control rampaging through Gotham. Her father, which has become a main character, has kind of started to build a militarized Bat, you know, Batman replicas called oh, okay. the Colony, but oh, wow. they use lethal force. And he gave her a gun. He's like, "Hey, that metahuman can be stopped permanently with this gun. I mean, you can let this guy rampage around and mm-hmm. do whatever, or you can take the shot." Well, she took the shot and okay. just put her on the outs with Batman. She uh, actually killed a guy that was rampaging. Oh wow! Like killing him. It was, like you can see both sides. Yeah, it's really an interesting kind of. And it's not like she's gone on a murder. It was this one situation. Just one, yeah, right. Well, see, wow, that's interesting. So that's what Detective Comics has okay. been. Now there's the schism where Azrael, uh, Lucas Fox, Batwing, and uh, Batwoman have gone with the colony, whereas Tim Drake, spoiler, Orphan, uh, they're still with Batman. Right. They have these two teams, kind of. Okay. Wow. That's in interesting. Conflict right that now. is really really and cool. I think that's coming to an end. It's called Batman Eternal. I okay. Think in the final stages of this massive story wow. that's been going on three, but it's a really I've you know, it's again that now that's great storytelling. Yes. You have this complex issue where it's like you know. It's not like she's gone on a. It's right. not the Punisher where she's no. shooting everyone in sight. Right. Which is a little. Yeah, really, out. exactly. It's not like it's not like she's going on a bloodthirsty. No, it was this killing one situation spree. where this guy was wrecking a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, so I mean, and he was a metahuman too, wasn't he? Well, it's kind of like just a, give it. A, it's been like six months. Okay. It was it was Clayface who was on the uh, okay. one of the villains got a hold of him and messed with his mind and uh, got him out of control, and he was just you know. Wow. Back to old Clayface. Right. And he was even begging. He was just like, just kill me. Just you know, they it. got him. They snapped him out of it long enough. Mm. And then he started to revert and smack. And then she shot him. Right. So, well, you know. Even he was like, just just kill and, me. And, you know, and, and that's the one thing about, you know, mm-hmm. these characters. And they, you're right. They do. They can get very complex, especially with storylines like that. But that's just, that's a fantastic storyline, I say. Yeah. I, Detective Comics really underrated. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, well, it, it's about the If you're a hits. Batwoman fan, that was the, that's yeah. the place to be. So, yeah. So that's, well, that's, yeah, there you go. Strong character. Uh, you know, she's new, gay, female, and lead. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty amazing. So, that's. Batman deferred, like, he made it clear she was team leader. And yeah. he was, he's detective, he's kind of on the periphery. He doesn't right. show up all the time. Well, you see, and that's. He's and, just there. Well, and that's another point to where, it's another one of my points to DC is doing it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, and that's, and that's exactly what they should I do. I love is like, the, as far as new characters, I love the silencer. Yeah. It's, uh. It's a uh, it's a great book. It's a former assassin for Talia Al Ghul. Right. Okay. And uh, she's kind of she retired. She left the business. She's like a housewife with a with a husband and a daughter right. and a son, and they live in suburbia. But now there's this massive underworld war where the assassins have all turned on Talia Al Ghul. Uh-huh. And she's getting sucked back into this. Wow. So, like, She'll be, like, just shopping at Walmart, and people are trying to stab her through the shelf. <laughs> and she's trying to, like, not let her kids, you know, That's try to funny. shield her. And her husband has no clue. So it's it's just really great. That is a really cool little I concept. Love it. it's, one of the, it's one of my favorite new things. That's neat. <laughs> it's like... <clears throat> That's how to do a new character. Right. Yep. There you, you know, go. Yep. Just, precisely. That's, that's how an you do awesome, it. you know, female character, yep. African American. Yep. I, I mean, just a funny character. She's always like real nice to the. You would have no clue this woman's like. Right. You know, 
beating people since. Right, yeah. She would, you know, She's like Susie but, Homemaker, but... Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, sure, Jelly Bean, we'll go for ice cream, and then yep. snapping the guy's neck in the next panel. So. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, see, well, and there, and there again, yeah, and to wrap that up, like I said, DC, their writing, talent, I mean, in their art, too, I mean, their art, fantastic, so... They, they they keep getting. They've gotten Marvel lost a couple more artists to mm-hmm. them, like uh, Mike Perkins, who had done Iron Fist and Captain America and some of these other books. Uh, he's he left. He's going to DC. Did he really? Wow. And then Chris Samney, another guy that did like Captain America Seven. He worked with Mark Wade all the time. They okay. did that massive Daredevil run, Black Widow, right. Captain America. He just left Marvel. He hadn't even said where he's going. He right. just he wanted out so bad. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm not working here no more. That's Captain cool. America seven hundred is the end. Yep. Well and that's I'll that's the thing. Like. Dude, I'll tell you right now, as an artist, all right, as an artist wanting to get into the business, I was always warned that Marvel is the worst to work for. Even though they back in my day when I was a kid in the nineties, Marvel was Oh, that was it. the place. That was the bro. place to be. But I'll tell you right now, the older I got and the more I talked to artists, every well, Rich Prada, he was the one that told us about that that cast, remember? He was dude, Marvel is the one you avoid. So and it kind of seems like, you know, yeah, everyone is jumping ship to DC. So I mean, and that's or they're doing their own. Or they're doing their own thing. Yeah, it's, it's viable to do create your own book. Oh now, yeah, like well, image, Rich, Rich seems to have a fine time doing that. So yeah, he's always. If you guys haven't checked out his uh, uh, him on Facebook, he's always going live with new uh, pages and doing cool stuff like that. So he and he seems to be having oh, a great time it. doing it. Yeah. yeah. I actually just got his latest book, uh, Ben Gully. Actually, the physical copy is okay. out. Nice. I have it signed from the writer. I got to get him to sign it. Nice. I got to get it. He wanted me to actually. I'm waiting until Faust uh, Faust's uh, graphic novel comes out. He wants me to send one of those to him when I get it. When oh, those, there you go. Those yeah. should be out here relatively soon. As a matter of fact, they're supposed to be out this summer. Issue four is out. Yes, which is great. issue four. Which you know what? We're going to do a we're going to do a special cast for that. I'm yeah, gonna we're going to get with. We uh, got to get everyone. Yeah, we're going to get Ashley and we're going to get uh, uh, Bobby here, and we'll we'll actually do a special Father Faust forecast for that. Forecast. Uh. <laughs> Father Faust we're gonna forecast. Steal that. We're going to steal that in a couple months. Right. The Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Forecast. The Fantastic Forecast. <laughs> so what? That coming Someone's to you pretty steal soon. That I'm sure they will. That. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm still ticked off. Someone took Popcast because that was my idea. Well, it was the New York Times. Yeah. Right. Screw them. <laughs> I actually tried to do one called that before that. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's like I think, so I did come up with it the first time anyway. I think it, so. Well, I think it, it's good that it's like, at least I know I wasn't off track. It's like exactly. everyone thinks that's a great Precisely. Idea. Yeah, you know what I mean? It does, <laughs> it, it does kind of give you some validation there. So, but uh, but yeah, so going, uh, but going from, uh, so let's take a, sh- a shift here, you know, because DC has been dominating in the comics world always, like at, at least these past few years, they're still doing it. Uh, however, the movies. Oh, as much as I, as much as we discussed, we like Justice League. Actually, you watched Justice League with me, and you actually found it enjoyable. Uh, yeah, I think by the end it morphed into something I'd want to see more of. Right. The early parts of that kind of rough. Right. Right. And I think that was the Zack Snyder is such a poor choice. Yeah. Obviously, oh, yeah. to run this thing, it just I think they had to undo so much. They really kind of did. I mean, though, it had its ups and. I mean, you know, I loved the movie. I thought it was great. I love the fact that they introduced the uh, the old uh, the uh, the original Batman theme from the '89 Michael Keaton movie. I love they introduced that. I under, I love the fact they actually had the John Williams Superman theme kind of in the background whenever you seen him. If you listen close enough, you could hear it. And Superman was the highlight for. It was, yeah, he was finally he was done finally right. Superman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was finally done right. Right. By the so, end of that. So, but even though it did not do well in the box office, so, but it, here's where Marvel still continue, continues to be top dog. And it's... Avengers Infinity War is just, it was just absolutely fantastic. Oh, so, uh, it, yeah, was, it was everything, to, I, that's, another that, that's what I'm saying, yeah, we didn't even get to go into that, because we were talking about, you know, how Marvel kind of drops the ball in their books, but their movies are still dominating. Uh, the, the Infinity War was absolutely fantastic. Uh, just such a great, great job of how they did it. Uh, you know, to me, it was literally the best way I could describe it was the Empire Strikes Back yeah, of the Avengers I was world. Say, pretty much. Yep. I mean, I mean, spoiler alert: Thanos wins. But the it's just one of those things where the movie at the end of the movie, the bad guy wins. And you know, the the messed up thing about it is you find yourself wondering, 
was he really the bad guy? Because you kind of, I mean, he, obviously he is, but you kind of like his reasons for doing what he's doing aren't exactly wrong. It's just he goes about it's it extreme. the whole. It's very extreme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's one of those villains that makes you think about things, and you know, so that's kind of why. And at the end of the movie, it's like he gets his own happy ending, really, and that's basically what it is. Now, obviously, they're going to go back and undo all of it because that's. What's going to happen? We all know that. Yeah, that, it's going to be interesting when they reveal the title. I mean, people are speculating. They're really excited. I mean, oh yeah, you know, people want to know what the title of the next right. Well, movie you see, is. we're going to have. Well, you see, you got two new. We got two movies coming before that. We're going to have Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp, which mm-hmm. takes place right after Civil War. Yeah, and then uh, Captain Marvel, which takes place in the nineties. Actually, where and the main villain of that movie is going to be Ronan. From the first Guardians movie. Yeah, and uh, Phil Coulson back. And Phil Coulson's going to be back. And so, yeah. Fury. Yep, so that's going to be, it's going to take you a little bit back in time, because she's going to have an important role in Avengers 4. Yeah. So, so, like I said, they're giving you all these awesome, awesome things. I mean, as far as movies go, like I said, Marvel, they give you what you want. They absolutely do. So, now mind you, having Disney backing them doesn't hurt. Well, I mean, it's not a guarantee, though. I mean, the Star Wars films, they got them back. Yeah, and they're that's pretty true. controversial. They so are controversial. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm okay with the Star Wars films so far. I don't know. I haven't are, seen. People are, I'm just, I'm telling you. Yeah, I know. I know. People, the <laughs> things that are being said by about the people, Solo? No, no. It's oh. the, the, the people that are running these projects. Oh. The things that they are saying right. are just. They're turning people off, man. Really? They, they really, like, anytime Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, uh, Kasdan, anytime any of these guys open their mouth, they showed it every time they talk. Like, Han Solo was, the Solo was supposed to open at $150 million. Right. Within two weeks, it's now down to 120 after they've been talking. Like, oh, they've wow. made so many people irritated. Oh, no. like... Well, I'm going to give it a try like I always do. I mean, I'm I'm going to have to... You actually... You said you watched uh, Rogue One, though, and you actually enjoyed that's that one. That's been their... That's their best... I mean, I guess that's because they couldn't mess with anything, True. really. <laughs> True. The, there's more leeway in this right. one to mess things up. That's true. I mean, with that one, it was like so tight. Like you had to do yeah. it a certain way, right? Because it, you had to, you had to, exactly, you had to mold cut, that perfectly exactly. so it goes right into episode four. Yeah, that's true. But when they're making statements like we really don't want Star Wars fans directing Star Wars movies, what does that mean? Yeah, I yeah. I, I mean, know. that's what they. <laughs> That's what. That's the kind of stuff they're saying, and that's the kind of stuff people are going. What? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that. Well, as far as the like I said, the, I can tell Ryan Johnson wasn't a Star Wars fan. Right, he took a dump all over it. Yeah, really. In my opinion, Joe disagrees. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> I I'm not. I like I said, I like Last Jedi. There's certain things I did not like about it. I mean, but at the same time, I I can appreciate it for what it was. But uh, but going back to Marvel movies, though, like I said, it's as far as those go, yeah, it's the opposite. <laughs> they're giving you exactly, they're giving the fans exactly what they want. Uh, you know, uh, Infinity War was a massive success. Deadpool two, which is not Marvel Studios, but it's still a Marvel movie, is actually doing the same thing. I mean, uh, people are loving it. It's I mean, it's not exactly a family one, obviously, because it's Deadpool, but. I mean, it's it's yeah, doing fantastic. Money. Yeah, I, wanna, I still haven't seen it. I'm gonna see. I, I hear. See well, I hear Josh Josh Brolin. I, I hear he does awesome uh, as Cable. I was gonna say if I see anything this weekend, it'll be that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I haven't seen it. It's it's the only complaint I've heard so far is that Josh Brolin's character is so awesome. He should have had his own movie, not a Deadpool <laughs> sequel. That's the only complaint I've heard so far. So. Yeah. So yeah, so so like I said, you know, so Josh Brolin, it's the summer of Brolin. It is, yeah, because he, you know, he was just Thanos, and now he's uh, Cable. I, and I could tell from the trailer he was going to drill Cable. Oh yeah, just, he could hear the, the voice. Yep. The, oh yeah. Well, so 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 basically, we've been how long we've been awake, Cliff? We've been well. I haven't done a cast weeks. with you in a while, so like four or five weeks. But but in that you, time, you longer, like yeah, months. longer. But in that time. DC still dominating the books. Marvel still dominating the movies. I mean, it doesn't seem like much has changed. Yeah, so. that's, uh, in DC, you got a couple things coming. You got Aquaman from the director yep. of The Conjuring, right? One that's this year. That'll be interesting. Now they've talked about. They keep changing the rest of them. Now yeah. they went from Gotham City Sirens to now yep. Birds of Prey yep. with Harley Quinn. It's weird how they're keeping some things and then they're getting ready to jettison yeah. some of. 
And now there's reports that Ben Affleck's kind of waffling, saying maybe I, I want to do, do Batman. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know what's going on. I didn't on. believe, when he was first going on saying he was done doing Batman, That's I didn't believe that from the start. Yeah. Even Christian Bale said it was tough to give yeah. up when they called him for Batman versus Superman. Yeah. He said he was like, well, I can do one. You know, he right. was like, it was tough. It's tough. It's easier to say, I don't want to do this. Than right. Get, and after a while, well, especially after a while, I'm, I'm sorry, you do a character like Batman, you're known. And it's, it's not his fault, this movie, st- it was... Not right, right. <laughs> well, and, you know, being a, you know, going back to Cat, you know, a lot like, because Christian Bale seems like he'd be the type of character, oh, I don't want to be typecast. And, you know, it's like, to me, well... You know, I will give if you're gonna this, be ty- he, he turned down fifty million dollars yeah. for Batman versus Superman, reportedly. Those but he would have had to have done more Batman movies, though, because he, no, he would have I mean? he would have been sucked into this Justice disaster. League. Yeah, exactly. I think so. had it been Christopher Nolan, that may have been a different story. Maybe. Now you're trusting Zack Snyder, where uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, that's true. That's a little bit different. Trusting Christopher Nolan's one, well, Zack Snyder, you're you're like that's right. like fifty fifty. Now he's Zack Snyder's done some good things. He's done some. Really he has. Crappy. He has. Well, well, you know, he's Dawn of like, the Dead and uh, Three Hundred. Right. Great movie and Watchmen. Watch, well, yeah, Watchmen. Yes, I'll always know him for Watchmen. And but, then, uh, but then you have Sucker Punch, Batman versus right. Superman, Man. So it's like half Wait, and half. Wait, Sucker Punch ain't on your plus side? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like 50-50. Like you know, it's like... I, li- I like Sucker Punch. I thought that was actually a pretty cool little movie. Um, the, actually, uh, I've never seen it. It's just everybody's oh, really? critically oh, bomb wow. hard. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> because it's a bunch of hot girls jumping around with swords and guns. That was basically it. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was no real story there, to it. It, was, it like, was just... It was just a good time. Though, it was a, it was a TNA piece, more yeah, or less. I'm not, yeah. No, no. I mean, all no, all kidding aside, that's exactly what it was. Wow. It's it's not exactly anything that you know. It's one of those not ones where art. no, not at all. It's one of those ones where you and your buddy, your guy, yeah. your guy friends are sitting around in the in the man cave, and you want to put a movie in. That's a go to because um, you can enjoy it. Uh, the uh, uh, going back to what I was saying, there you, though, are. You, know, you can enjoy it in the man cave while consuming alcohol. There you the go. Uh, there's a lot of things you can enjoy in a man cave while consuming <laughs> alcohol. Uh, <laughs> that's another cast, right? But that's another that's another cast in itself. Um, the uh, no, you you're going back to type about being typecast and everything. You know, I mean, look at Michael Keaton. He just did a commencement speech at Kent State uh, a few weeks ago, and his final words. Of his thing. And he said his exact words were, I'm going to leave you with just these two words because these two words are the most important of all. And he just leans into the microphone and goes, I'm Batman. And, dude, the place went wild. I mean, dude, there's a guy who is not afraid to be typecasted. You know what I mean? So, and it's like, I, I, I just, when you do a character like Batman, I have to assume and just say, you've got to have to figure you're going to be Batman forever. Well, that, that's so, the other news that did come out, Joe. I think uh, DC lost a possible Batman replacement. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal said he what he wasn't interested in. No, I didn't want him to be Batman. But he is going to be Mysterio, Mysterio and I'm okay Spider-Man. with that. That's awesome. <laughs> and Speaking of Keaton, Mike, Michael Keaton's Keaton. coming back for that too. So, yeah. well, of course, because Keaton, dude, Keaton is awesome. Yeah, he is like out of all the Batmen, he's the one that I would love to meet in real life. That, oh, that. I still love Homecoming. That scene where he realizes yeah. that he, that car ride, that's yeah. the greatest thing yep. ever. <laughs> he realizes that Peter's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep, that is awesome. He's just like, go in and uh, show my daughter a good time, but not too good. That's right. <laughs> yep. and just, I love I love it when he, like, he opens the door and he's just yeah. Keaton being Keaton. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, well, if you ever, because I actually, I watched that entire commencement speech. I have a friend that actually goes to Kent State, so oh, they yeah. recorded the whole thing. And like just hearing him talk. You can tell he is his character. Yeah. Like, every character he's ever played, he it's just him. I, I don't think the guy... I mean, he's an amazing actor, but he probably doesn't have to act that hard because he's just an amazing person. And I think he can just... He puts a little bit of himself in every character he does. So, and so when like when Peter meets him for the first time and he's being the dad, like, you know, just Keaton being Keaton, it works. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, no, that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that Spider Man's going to take place after Avengers Four, though. So that takes place immediately after. Yeah. So you already know Peter's coming back. Maybe. So see, that's what I'm saying. It's just kind of like I mean, they give you the end of Avengers Four gives you a very sad ending, but at the same time, you know it's not going to stay that way. Yeah. So you know, what I, well, because well, well, the, one of the ones that faded away was uh, Black Panther, and yeah, you're not they're not going to get rid of him. You know, he ain't staying gone. Man. The only one that I think is going to actually stay gone. Mm. Well, Loki. Loki, I think Loki. <laughs> I think Loki. Loki, yeah, because I've even I mean, Josh Brolin's come back. Well, Thanos is no resurrections this time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's 
That's pretty. Uh, and then uh, uh, Gamora, I think, is probably. Well, one, but her soul, well, she's in the actual Soul Stone. That and that's how it is in the comics, and she's still walking around. Oh, is she? So, okay, yeah. well then, well that's then, there not, you go. Yeah, that's never not know. even a hundred percent. Then you don't 100%. know. I know it was funny because uh, Chris Pratt was getting all kinds of hell. Oh, for, really? In real life, like people oh, were just like yelling me? at him because they almost had Thanos, <laughs> and he's the one that went off and started beating the crap out of him. And it's like, I guess, like he was on some talk show saying, "Like everyone hates me now. Like everyone just thinks that I'm like the one that caused the Avengers to all be wiped out." <laughs> so it's it's kind of funny. It's almost like the uh, it's it's like people can't go. He's like he's like I don't know that people can't quite understand that that's not really me, but uh, but they definitely take these series these things seriously. And it's like uh, I was actually just in here one of the one of my customers in here today. We were discussing uh, the twenty things you didn't know about Ghostbuster movies, and uh, one of those things about those little uh, tidbits was that uh, William Atherton, who played Walter Peck. After doing Ghostbusters, I mean, he would get into bar. People in bars were trying to get into fights with him. Oh, really? Yes, because he oh, he's they, also Dick from Die. He I was mean, a Dick from Die Hard. I mean, and, and they, well, I just kind of imagine the reporter from right, Die Hard, right? Not right? A, yeah. You know, let's, uh, <laughs> let's not think we're trying okay. to sneak something in. Sorry, but uh, the uh, <laughs> no, but apparently, like he would get into bar. Like, people in bars would get into fights with him over being Walter Peck. So I mean, it's like sometimes these fans, man, they get. You know, they, they take their stories very seriously. Oh, uh, interesting little side note for uh, Aveng- going back to Avengers Infinity War. There is a Mount Union alumni in it, actually. She plays uh, uh, Proxy Midnight. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, what is her name? I always get about Carrie Coon. She was also in Gone Girl. Oh, really? With Ben Affleck. Yeah, she played Ben Affleck's sister. Well, and this one here, because she actually came to the movie theater and actually did a little kind of speech when we premiered the movie. She actually signed a movie poster for us. It's actually oh, hanging wow. in our office. That's awesome. And uh, and apparently, she, and and I found out she's Proxy Midnight. She's the one that uh, one of uh, the Black Order. Yeah, she's one of the Black Order. Which is, I was like, wow, that's so cool that a, a Mount Union student's actually fighting the Avengers. How cool is that? <laughs> So. Until they get all just the Black Order got kind of tore up by the end. Of it. Yeah, yeah, they did. So they're not exactly the Four Horsemen, but I mean, I think she got thrown into the giant hamster wheel, didn't she? And pulped. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I have to actually go back and watch the movie again. It's been so. People I mean, like, I, what's a giant hamster wheel? Right. <laughs> just imagine a <laughs> giant circly thing that with spikes, the spikes that, that goes just, up into a vehicle and uh-huh. you get thrown on it and you go up in the vehicle with it. Yeah, and unless you're it's Superman, gonna, you're not coming out in one piece. No. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think even he might feel that one. Right. Right. So, so yeah, so, but, uh, but yeah, so that was, uh, so I think that's pretty much what covers it. We've been gone for a while, but not much has changed. Everything's pretty much the same. Uh, DC's still dominating the comics. Marvel's still dominating the movies. The more and things change, the more they stay the same. That's though. true. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up here in the near future. Like I said, we're going to have the Father Faust cast. We're going to, that's going to be something to look forward to. Uh, I don't know. Uh, while we do, uh, real take a quick uh, look at the wall here, Cliffy. Won't well, we, uh, we? We talked about a lot of it already. Right. We got uh, you know Iron Man six uh, hundred's a big right. one. Bendis's last Marvel work right. for now. I think he'll be back at some point. Hunt for Wolverine is uh, is going pretty strong right now. Yeah, the the weekly miniseries. Yep. He's actually getting his own book again. Right. He said in September. Right. Okay. So it's this kind of leading up to that. Yeah. And this all. Uh, I guarantee this will resolve. This is another thing that's frustrating about Marvel. They got these four series: Hunt for Wolverine, Look for Answers. Right. Yep. The name of the book in August that wraps it up: Dead Ends. <laughs> so it's like I'm buying things that aren't going to get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's Secret Wars all over. Or not Secret Wars. Uh, Secret Empire all over again. Yeah, it's like I saw the title. I was like, you got to be kidding. <laughs> Dead Ends. Uh, you so got all uh, these four books end with nothing, right? Yeah. And then uh, Infinity Countdown, uh, Darkhawk came out today. That's I love that. You know, I thought that was a cool character, and so I thought out everyone hated him. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I always thought he was. He's I kind of a joke. Cool. I thought he was awesome. He reminded me of you. You remember the TV show Silverhawks? Uh, vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. That, I grew up watching that show. And he kind of reminded me of those characters. Not I, Marvel, something completely different, but. One of the first things I got was just a random assortment of like thirty Marvel comics at Christmas, and that was one was one Dark Hawk. Yep. I want to say I think like I saw Dark Hawk and Robocop were in there. Yep. And yep. I think I got. I think I got the first Dark Hawk issue, the first two of them actually. 
But yeah, Darkhawk's back. Yep, Darkhawk so is back, so that's pretty cool. Infinity, it's an Infinity Countdown, countdown yep. series. Which leads into something called Infinity Wars. They oh, wow. that. Yeah. And that's then, a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> they already had an Infinity War in comics, so you just right. made it plural. Right. Infin- <laughs> yeah, is it like Infinity's Wars? or It's, it's, it's Infinity like, Wars. That's what the new one's When called. I was ordering it, I kid you not, it's Infinity's Wars. I don't I know will, if that was a typo. I think that's a typo. But because when I first typed War. in Infinity War, I couldn't find anything. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this? So, that's a typo. Yeah. To order it, I had to order Infinity's Wars. And we mentioned Black Panther 1. Great book. Yep. Get that one. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're looking at a Marvel book, get that one. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, uh, the last issue of The Further Adventures of Nick Wilson came out today. And I that, that was uh, a story you were digging. I did, yeah, because the, the writers from Cleveland, there's a bunch of Cleveland references. It yep. takes place in Cleveland. That's awesome. Everything's based around Cleveland. All the landmarks. They mentioned the brown. I mean, it's... That's cool. They they have Channel 5, like, drawn in. Like, oh, it's like, that's you know, awesome. There's just all these references. I'll have to, I'll, they actually put that into a trade paperback, a great, I may have to get that. It's a great book, too. It's really funny. That's it's, pretty cool. Uh, now, that well, that's Image Comics, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. And then uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Urban Legends starts today. And this is an interesting one. It's actually a series that was an image when they they were doing Turtles books there. Right. It was originally in black and white, and they ended it early. They never resolved it. Uh Uh-huh. So what they're doing is they're reprinting the entire thing from one in full color. Right. There was 18 issues. Those 18 are coming out first, but then they're actually finishing the story. They're doing okay. three more at the tail end, 19, 20, 21. Well, that's cool. So over the next two years, you're actually going to get an end to that story. That's neat. So that's awesome. Start, so it is. It's an upgrade. Full right. color. Right. You're you're getting it. You know, once a month, and then you're going to get new stuff at the end that wraps it up. <laughs> Very that good. They didn't get a chance to do. That's fantastic. And uh, it's it's pretty. I mean, it's darker and more violent. Is it? Uh, yeah. Kind of more to what the original well, story was. You can see him as like a yeah. side, like he gets tore up pretty bad Does in this he? first. I guess he gets shredded pretty bad wow. in the first issue. Well, I think the, well, if you remember correctly, the original ones by Eastman and Layer, they, yeah, they were, were very dark. Like, and, yeah. Yeah. Like Shredder got the head. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. It wasn't the uh, the no. family love movie we, all, um, pizza, we went all in scene in 1991. No, no, that's an, that's such a great story. How they just they were making those on like the original prints or just photocopies. Like, yeah, the first two print runs. Yeah, they didn't have an actual like regular comic to yep. like the fourth print. Which is why if you have a first print, people are like, "Oh, I'm looking." It's like it's photocopies, right. and it's more than. It's, it's, it's more, yeah, expensive. right, yeah, it's yeah, stupidly expensive. <laughs> I don't even know what the value. It, it's be yeah, a lot. That'd be crazy. I mean, even like I've seen, I think Jay and Silent Bob's comic, the the show they do. Uh, comic book band. Yeah, exactly. They they were selling some of the fourth print. It was like 175 bucks Jeez. just for like the first one that resembles a comic. That's crazy. That was like the fourth or fifth print. Yeah. I think some guy dropped 300 on that in like a second printing issue too. And wow. I don't know. It was. I saw it happen, and it was like, and that's where they got into the history of like, yeah, because the guy wanted first prints, and they're like, they're photocopies, they're impossible to find, and, right. and they're thousands of dollars. That's nuts. <laughs> but I can get you this, like, for this is the first one that resembles right. a book for like, like two hundred bucks. So. so yeah, so that's on the rack, and then also Marvel did release. Uh, uh, in honor of Deadpool's movie, speaking of which, they uh, released Deadpool variant covers for some of your favorite titles. And we have those here as oh, well. Oh, they're parody covers. I've been yeah. getting them. You got him dressed as Jean Grey yeah. and Edmund Red. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's a good one. The Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange one Another just came out today. One. Yep, uh, He's in the cape. He's in the cape with the, yep. <laughs> So I think I still have a Daredevil one left. Oh, yeah, he's in the classic yellow and yellow red. red suit. Yep, so that that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, you've so, got some great, vari- if you're into variant covers. Yeah, definitely here. come down and check these out because these are good. These are real good. And it, it's uh, it's not only that, you've got some of the you know the other variants. You talked about the right. Action Comics yeah. 1000. Yep, uh, we got the action. I still have, I still have one of each of those. you got some of the Young Guns like Captain America. Captain America, Young like Guns, I still young have. Guns covers those are awesome. Those are. Those are They're awesome. Uh, They're going for quite a bit. They are. And those, uh, and I mean, that, that does show you there's hope for Marvel. It does. Because that is... 
like you know, you look at some of those covers, and those are the guys they have coming up, right? Which and that's the, that's good. and they're very talented. Yes, they are. absolutely talented. So, and again, you know, what? I'm going to say this again. I'm not since the beginning of this cast. I want it to be known right now. I am not against Marvel in any way, shape, or form. I am hopeful that Marvel will. Wow us again, like yeah. they did when we were kids. I mean, I, I want the, the listeners to know I'm not anti-Marvel here. But we are, as podcasters, supposed to report what we see as we see it and give our opinion whether <laughs> whether it's, you know, valid or not. Because, <laughs> like most podcasts. So, and but, you, yeah, I, I, think, I think the X-Men books are probably their strongest. Is it? Okay. You're actually getting the, you're talking about weddings, you got Colossus and Kitty Pryde yep. finally. That's yep. happening. That's that a big one. That's a, that, that's been going that's on. That's been for going a on weeks. for like twenty years. Yeah, really. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, so well, for the past couple yeah. weeks, it's finally been going it's, on. But it's finally happening. As far as weddings go, the Batman and, and Catwoman is probably that actually proposed. That was really? the funny thing. Huh. That was a, that was one of the, my favorite moments in the book. That's She's cool. the one's like, we should get married. And He's like, oh yes, we should. <laughs> that's my Colossus. That's your Colossus. That's that's, all, all right, next cast you have There's to you have to talk in Colossus the entire time. I have to talk in Colossus. The entire time. <laughs> we will awesome. do cast next week. Will be great. There you go. That's awesome. Next week we'll have Colossus guest starring. <laughs> <laughs> Colossus will be guest star from now. So Colossus, tell us about that wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be <laughs> fun. <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, so that's and you know what I I gotta say it's great to be back. Yeah, uh, I think that was a great cast. Week, yeah. I think we've covered pretty much everything that we can in this little... We kept it under an hour ten, Joe. Did we really? Wow. I thought for <laughs> sure it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's time an flies. hour. My goodness. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> and you're having, we'll, be, we'll do it all again next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, come on down to Carnation City Comics where we got all your comics, your variants... Uh, Action have, there's Infinity Wars. There's yes, there's, we got. I still got a few of the Infinity War action figures left yeah, over. General, after. If I'd have known that actress is local, I'd have had her sign my figure. Right, still got one up yep, there. There is a Proxima Midnight figure of Marvel Legends. Actually, yes, I do have that. If I actually, if she actually comes in town, I may, I may have to have her sign it myself. <laughs> yeah, so. I just had that brain flash. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. That, I'd have her sign the Avengers poster. Either or, that would be awesome. That'd be, so that'd yeah, be great. but we still got some Avenger uh, figures left over. Uh, if you haven't got a chance to get check those out yet. Those are definitely amazing. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, so if you, have any, if you have any questions on anything else, give us a call, uh, uh, 330 680 4599. And, uh, yeah, so stop on down to Carnation City Comics. Like you said, we pretty much got everything you need. All right, Joe, we'll see you next week. Yes, sir.